Don Gerica on SAFM. Okay, uh, I love these kind of stories. And it, this has come a story that comes from Good Things Guy, and it's a lovely story as well. A Durban-based surf club is working to empower not just young people, but young women particularly, searching for the next generation of female surfing champions. Our guest is Alvin Nchachi, local lifeguard and founder of the Durban-based Sisonke Surf Club. Alvin, good chatting to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Just after Chad LeClough. That's impressive, eh? <laughs> Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but when, when, when you, I mean, you as a, a lifeguard, you're out in the water as well. Did Chad LeClough change the way you look at swimming? Definitely. I think he actually did. You know, you look at the things that he's accomplished um, and he's definitely made us look at swimming at another level. You know, he's taken it to another level completely, you know, so it really amps us up a lot. Also, a Durban boy as well, so that helps a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, he has a lot of support. Everyone's always rooting him. We're always watching him. So we're always proud of the achievements that he's achieved. So I'm, I'm stoked for him. And I'm hoping that he'll come home with something in the Olympics for sure. All right, let's talk about what you guys are doing. Tell us about this, this initiative to get young female surfers. Well, you know... It's, Surfing has been really been lacking in the, in the, in the female department um, in surfing. So Sasonke Surf Club, you know, basically we're trying to in, put this initiative of getting more girls of color into surfing, you know, because since surfing has been a white-dominated sport for many years, mm. you know, and we felt that, you know, let's introduce it to the girls of color and get more girls of color into surfing. So we've been really trying to put those programs together and, and have something. So we've been doing some small fun days, trying to recruit more girls into surfing, getting them into the water, getting them comfortable um, with the ocean and not being scared of the ocean, you know, and all these myths of this big, powerful ocean that eats people up, that it's not that it's not true, you know? So, for us, it's, it's been an awesome little journey um, from starting from a small little club and now growing from strength to strength every year. So, yeah, this is a lovely project for us, and we, we are amped to get more girls involved. Where, where are you recruiting the girls from? Basically, you know, in, we, we partnered up with a couple of um, other organizations that are with swimming, and then we've also been advertising it um, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, putting it out there in the, in, in the papers, you know, trying to get people from the townships, local people in the area that are close to the beach, just to come down and, and just try it. Get their, their kids to come down and just give it a try and see that if you fall in love with it, that's where we come in and now we, we help you, we guide you. You know, we mentor you throughout your journey of surfing. Yeah, it, it, as you say, it is intimidating for anybody. You know, you go out there and you get dunked by a wave or two and you, you go, well, okay, that's not for me because my sinuses will never clear out again. So yeah. talk us through the process of how you get somebody onto a surfboard and enjoying it. Basically, first of all, you know, we, we, we talk highly about surfing to them. Um, and then we, we slowly get them into the water, like just in the shallows. 
and we boost their confidence up a little bit. You know, just splashing on the waves, feeling what it's all about, letting them ride the board to the shore and letting them connect with the ocean, you know. And then once they start connecting, once they feel it, then we take them out further. And then getting them to stand up, you know, riding that first wave and, and having that feel, seeing the stoke on your face, that's what gets them to come back more and more and more, you know. So just us talking about it and amping them up, that's the excitement that they get, that, 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 that adrenaline rush that they get and keeps them coming back for more, you know. So we've got to make it fun for them. We've got to make it interesting for them, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't just come and just throw them in a deep end. They're not going to enjoy it. You've got to get them to enjoy what they're getting themselves into. You had this day on the 5th of June. Uh, only a Durbanite can have a, a, a water event in the middle of winter. What, how, how, was, how was that attended? The attendance was successful, you know. I won't lie to you, it was very, very successful. Um, we had about 25 girls uh, that rocked up. Conditions played the part. Conditions were beautiful. It was sunny. Conditions were clean, glossy, perfect waves. Mm. The best conditions I think we've had in a while for, for Learn to Surf Day. And the girls were stoked. Smiles were throughout. From when we got to the beach to the end of the day, the smiles were just yo, out of this world. The point is to find 10 girls of color in the area who are interested in the future of surfing. So are you, are you going to whittle this down or are you just going to hope that they keep on coming and, and try and keep as many as possible? Yeah, the idea was, first of all, we wanted 10 um, just to get the program going um, so we can just focus on one-on-one with the girls. And then once they progress, and they, they are able to now surf on their own, catch waves on their own, read the waves, and understand everything and get them into contest. Then we have another group coming in. So it's just going to be a continuous process right. that we're wanting to do. It's not a one-off thing. It's just that we feel that one-on-one is better than just having big groups because having somebody who's teaching you on a, on a personal basis and then on a group uh, basis is different, you know. They learn quicker one-on-one than in a group. You're more focused on them, you're more hands-on with them, and they pick up quickly, quickly. Especially the girls that we've got now, they're really picking it up so fast, and they're loving it. The dumping, the, 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 the getting tumbled, <laughs> and, and getting thrown onto the sand, and that just, you know, we've had so many tears, but it just, it just keeps them motivated. It just keeps them wanting to come back more and more and more, you know. So that's the love that I have for those girls that we have now is just they just go hard. They go hard. What I they say about surfing is you're always in search of the perfect way because you'll never find it. Definitely. <laughs> I'm having, there's, a, there's a picture here uh, on Osaka Beach. And there's some very long boards and some very short boards. So how do you, how do you start training a, a 7 to 18-year-old to surf? I think the biggest board with balance um, is the best thing to start on. The thicker, the longer is perfect because you, you're not struggling, you're not getting yourself frustrated. It's a nice, easy pop-up, ride the wave, then a skinny short board where you're trying to get your balance 
and you you you're getting so agitated. Yeah, on the longer board, it's more controlled. It's more relaxed. You have you can take your time. Um, you can just adjust yourself. You know, you can play around with it until you get it right. And then once you, you, you get the hang of it, then we can cut you down to a shorter board. And we cut you down to a shorter board until you get down to a high-performance board. That's where all the fun now gets into it. Now you, you're doing the turns. Uh, you're getting into the barrel. Now you're trying to do your airs. You know, all of those maneuvers. Um, so, yeah, you just start at the top and you work your way down to the high-performance boards. Right. Yeah, you've you got to start somewhere. Yeah, uh, I do. Just having a look at the World Surf League, Jordy Smith is the South African who's doing extremely well at the moment, actually. He was a guest on the show a little while ago as well. Otherwise, we, we don't – you would imagine we have more surfers on the world circuit. Our golf is great. Tennis, we're okay. Uh, we just had Chad Leclerc. Swimmers are excellent. Why don't we have surfers? We've got some of the best waves in the world. Yeah, yeah it's a tough question. It's a tough question. But um, – from what I've seen, you know, the, the guys are really doing well on the scenes. Um, but I think it also comes down to the cost, you know, of traveling overseas, mm. getting more contest time uh, and things like that. You know, our events here are really small events. Uh, points are not that much to get you to qualify. So you've got to really go to all the major events all over the country, you know, to get those points to qualify. So if you're not really financially stable, it becomes really difficult for you, you know, Um, and it drains you out from traveling to place to place. So, but a a lot of the guys are really, really working hard from what I've seen. You know, I think we, we almost there. We're almost getting it right. We are on the right path. A lot of youngsters that are coming up that are are, are really pushing the charge. Um, I think we're going to see more kids, um, qualifying in the near future for sure, for sure, because we're all getting it right. The coaches are, are doing an amazing job to, to get the kids to that, to that level of qualifying. So I'm, I'm excited to see the years to come. And is that the goal with what you're doing at the moment with your, your club, is to, to try and get more South Africans, particularly girls, onto the world circuit? Yeah, 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 no, for sure. Um, that is the main thing, you know, especially having somebody come from a grassroots level and work their way up to becoming the SA champion or qualifying on the QS or qualifying on the world tour, you know, so that is definitely our goal. And we've basically started off with just kids that could already surf. um, And I was just putting them out there, trying to get them opportunities to, to surf more contests uh, especially for the kids of color, a lot of them weren't attending contests, you know. So I felt mm-hmm. that they need, I, I needed to be a mentor, to be a spokesperson, uh, and just give them that 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 confidence that you know what they can do it. That that push. You know, a lot of kids, you know, they don't have parents to take them to contests, to enter them into contests. You know, they need that person, that guidance. So that's why I created Sasonke is to guide the kids on their surfing journey, make sure they get opportunities. And then now I just decided, you know what, let me start at the bottom again and work my way up. Mm. And let's see where yeah, this my, comes. My guest is Alvin Mchachi, uh, local lifeguard founder of the Durban Basis Sonke Surf Club. Uh, one of the asp- aspirations, I guess, is Nick Lamini, who is also from the townships on a bicycle, now racing Olympic Games, he's on Team Klebeka. 
if, if, if a cyclist can do it, also very expensive sport, then I guess surfing, you can do that as well. Most definitely, surfing you can also do it. You know, it, it, it just depends on, on the individual, how much they want it. Um, you know, it takes hard work. It, it <laughs> doesn't just fall from the sky and, and it just happens. You've got to really put the work in. Um, you've got to make sure you get the results too, you know. Um, getting the right training, getting the right equipment. You know, you've got to have all those things in order. And that's why Sasonke is here. So we can get all those things on par for them, you know, and make sure that they have the right things that they need. So we, we I've definitely learned a lot from the years of growing up watching surfing and I've taken up a lot of knowledge and, you know, having the support that we have from the, our organizations, um, our governing bodies of Surfing South Africa, who, who are our number one supporters of what we do. You know, so I'm, 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 I'm fired up. I'm amped to go. So I just, <laughs> just need the quickly, kids to. Yeah, yeah, to get out in the waves. Yeah. You, you, did mention the, you did mention the support. Are you getting support from corporates, getting some sort of financial backing there? You know, we, 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 we're getting a little bit, you know, not what we want. But at the end of the day, it's not about that. You know, it's about right. having the kids out there and then the support will come along the way. And we've proved ourselves. And that's when the support comes is that when we're getting the job done, people want to see what we're doing. Is it legit? Are we actually working hard? And we are working hard. And the support does come. Um, Surfing South Africa goes all out for us to make sure that we are well supported, well looked after. Our province, KZN, makes sure that whatever we need, we are sorted. So, and we have got a company that is a logistics company, uh, former surfer, who also helps us out a lot with whatever needs that we need. You know, so we, we are well looked after. Um, I won't lie about that. We are definitely well looked after. That's for sure. Um, but a lot of things will still come for us. There are big things planned for us, and I feel it. I really feel it. I look forward to seeing those big things. Alvin Chachi, thank you very much for joining us. Local lifeguard, founder of the Durban-based Sonke Surf Club. Hopefully we see some ladies on the world tour very, very soon. Australia and Brazil, uh, obviously in the States, thrown in there as well, dominating. I find it interesting. I was having a look at the, the women's and the men's championship tour. There's the USA and then there's Hawaii, a completely separate section you know, you've got gabriel medina currently leading from brazil italio ferreira from brazil jordy smith is third but then you've got john john florence from hawaii and connor coffin from the united states 